You're listening to Hitting the Mark. My name is Ray Carr, along with Cindy Verblin, and the star of our show, Jeffrey Mark. Don, like some comedians, was very much a hedonist. His thoughts, his needs, his pleasures. So he gambled. So he was not faithful in his marriage. He did not have the time or the inclination, really, to be a wonderful father. He wasn't there. This is a story he told me that I think is very revealing about who he was as a person and as a family man. Don got caught cheating. And to mollify his wife, he didn't want to lose the marriage. He loved his wife. Planned at her request, like a tour of Europe or a trip around the world, something of that grand of a nature, first class accommodations, first class travel, first class food and a mink coat. That was the mink coat thing thing before. Well, he hadn't broken it off with the other woman. And he made the mistake of telling her what the price was to pay for the relationship, what he was spending to keep both his wife and his girlfriend. And the girlfriend said, yeah, the night I'd do the same thing for me. Now, other men might have said no. Other men might have said, well, right now, my wife has to come first. Six or eight months, let's see what we can do to, to take you someplace else. That's not what Don did. Don bought her a matching mink coat and took her on the same trip with his wife. Oh, boy. How did he pull that off? Easy. They didn't know each other. She didn't know who it was. And she didn't know what the other woman looked like. So there she was in first class, but like four rows behind her. There she was in the same hotels. It had to be the same size suite, but on a different floor. I think he's lost his mind. That's who Don was. In his mind, he was taking really good care of these ladies. What is there to quarrel about? Hey, I'm spending thousands and thousands of dollars. I'm giving you what you asked for. Why do you care about the specifics? Wow. But you know what I don't understand? He loves his wife. And a lot of guys have girlfriends on the side. You know, just break it off with her and get another one. Why, why waste all that extra money when you don't have to? Ray, you're doing something I must tell you you're going to have to stop doing when talking about show business. You're using logic. Logic <laughs> does not apply here. That's why it's a Michigas. If it was logical, it would be something else. It's not logical. It's not logical at all. Of course, Ray, you are absolutely right. Uh, I, I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of Don. Of course he should have done that. Or sat her down and said, look, the wife is wise. We have to be more careful. I'll take care of you in a different way. But, but that's not what he did. He did it on his own terms. I, I don't know. I mean, he could have been so much more wealthy. He could have had, you know, any number of different women to do any number of different things. Somebody, I, did, I, you know, I know it's logic, but it just, 
it's self-destructive. It is logic and it is also ego. Friends and fans who are listening here. There is no judgment about what I'm about to say. Whether you are a big star or you are someone who is at least big enough to be touring a lot, you're not cold. Or you're an executive of a big company you're traveling with. It is not unusual whether a man or a woman are happily married or single or in a relationship to find pleasure where they can get it while they're on the road, especially if you're away from home weeks and weeks at a time. I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's done. Sometimes to keep someone's sanity. And it's paid for. I'm talking about paid companionship. And sometimes that really is all it is, companionship. But Don's ego, oh no, I'm a hot, sexy man. I'm not paying someone, meaning by the hour. I understand. No, they're, they're hot for me because I'm this hot, big star. Mm-hmm. I'm the star. That's how it had to be. He had to have the upper hand. It had to be about him and how wonderful he was. And that comes from tremendous insecurity. Uh-huh. Bob was a very insecure man. The bravado was a cover for it. Um, and his career seriously disappointed him. Yes, between being a nightclub entertainer, the cartoon shows he did, which were both rerun forever, Get Smart, and the money he made from all the Get Smart iterations. Uh, he did a syndicated uh, screen test show mm-hmm. for a seasons in the 70s. And he did, a, he did a couple other series that just didn't work. They were short-lived. But he made enough money to be very financially comfortable. But egotistically, he could not understand why he was not a superstar. He could not understand why he could not keep the level of stardom he had during the Get Smart years all through his career and make it even larger. Now, there's a paradigm for comedians. Bob Hope, George Burns, Lucille Ball, Betty White. People who become more than just stars. At one time, we might have used the word superstar or icon, legend. And then there are the people who are, but are still well thought of. He didn't understand why he could not become a legend. And I've heard the same talk from Shelley Berman, from Jack Carter. Uh, it's the same mindset. I have the talent, the intellect, and the drive to be a legend. I deserve it. Why aren't I being a legend? And it makes them miserable. Rather than saying, good heavens, 10,000 people try to do this every year. 9,950 of them never work. And I became a star. Good for me, hip, hip, hooray. You know, go, go, gadget, ego. No, they only see what they don't have and how someone else has it better. And if if that's your point of view in life, you're going to walk through life very, very disappointed. Yeah, you know, you have health. Um, people admire you, they remember you. Um, a lot comes with huge fame 
and some people just are not equipped to handle it. And I think that's what happens sometimes. Plus, he had a gambling problem, from what I remember reading. Yes. Yes. So all of that put together, and Don was a very stubborn man. Uh, he was a, he was a, um, not a producer of Get Smart, but he had points in it. So its money was very important to him. On this set, he could be a very hard taskmaster. If anyone was wasting time, he'd yell, we're wasting time. It's my, you're taking money out of my pocket. Stop it. Get to work, get to work, get to work, get to work. There are wonderful outtakes. Uh, he at one point was very close friends with Don Rickles and uh, had Rickles on the show. And the outtakes, when Rickles realized what a tight ass he was being and how seriously he was taking himself, well, of course, all Don did was ruin one take after another just for going. <laughs> They're very funny to watch because although Don sometimes catches himself and laughs, because Rickles is so funny, but sometimes he is truly angry and truly yelling and Rickles is just sitting there with a big Cheshire grin on his face like, yeah, you're counting your pennies? Well, I'm going to fix that. <laughs> it was a very strange thing to watch. Don, we talk about how he ended. After his daughter died, not that they were awfully close, but it, 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 it hit him hard. It, mortality hit him hard to lose one of your own children. And he felt very guilty that he had not been there for her. Um, there, there are stories about the full pause he said at her funeral. I wasn't there. Uh, I was told he got up and looked around this chapel filled with people. Like, I had no idea my daughter knew so many people or was so popular. It wasn't said in uh, a reverence. Salute, reverence, that's a good word. It was said like he truly had no idea because he didn't spend that much time. That set people off. So, so Don, Don's health spiraled very strangely and it's stubbornness. You talk about repeating the same mistake twice. Don, and I'm forgetting the exact sequence here. I was there for it, but I'm forgetting the exact sequence. Either he'd gotten ill with something and had gone into the motion picture home or had gotten ill and had been in the hospital. But either way, he was having his house redone a little bit. When he got out of wherever he had been, he booked a suite in the Beverly Hilton Hotel. Beverly Hilton, at least in the kind of suites that he would take, had beautiful marble bathrooms, marble floors and marble everything. And he slipped and fell, broke his hip and got pneumonia. So he was sent to the motion picture home where he spent, my memory is a couple of months. I went to see him there. Um, I know he was there when we threw a, a birthday party for Pat McCormick. Who was also there. I have pictures of that, of Don at the party. He got better. He went through physical therapy. He fixed his hip, no problem. But the house still had not been taken care of. 
So he booked a suite at the Beverly Hilton and he fell and broke the other foot. Back into the motion picture home. And after that, it wasn't very, very long before he passed away. Stubbornness, stubbornness. You went here once, you hurt yourself once. Why are you doing it twice? That's the Is hitting the mark. I am Cindy Verbalin with Ray Carr and our star, the Mark, Jeffrey Mark. 